This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with a few clouds, 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday, the 6th of January, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we'll see clouds move in throughout the day today, high in the mid-50s. Overnight, slight chance of rain. Cloudy skies, a low of 46. For that special youth modern gun deer hunt this weekend. We'll have a slight chance of rain early Saturday, then mostly sunny in the afternoon and a high in the low 60s. Saturday night's low, 42 under a cloudy sky. Sunshine Sunday up to 54 with some gusty winds. And then Monday, sunny skies and a high of 57. Right now with a few clouds, it's 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations to our employee of the day, Scott McDonald at Calvary Baptist Church. Obituaries this morning, Calvin Kennedy, age 94 of Springfield, died on Friday, December 30th. Visitation will be today, 3 to 6 p.m., at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors in the Robert and Barbara Wilson Memorial Chapel. Family hour is 5 to 6 p.m. Funeral service for Calvin Kennedy will be Saturday, January 7th, 2 p.m., at Bethlehem Missionary Baptist Church in Springfield. Arrangements by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Home of Moralton. James Earl Gilliam, age 74, of Apple Valley, California, formerly of Moralton, died December 10th. Funeral service will be Saturday morning at 11 at Mount Carmel Missionary Baptist Church in Plummerville. The body will lie in repose beginning at 10 a.m. Arrangements are by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.33 as we turn to news this morning. The Division of Arkansas Heritage will distribute 2022 public art grants to winning recipients on Tuesday, January 17th at the Division's headquarters in Little Rock. Main Street Moralton is among the grant recipients. The public art grants are open to communities currently participating in the Main Street Arkansas or Downtown Network programs. The grants program assists with planning and implementation of public art for places viewable by the public within the Main Street District and on gateways to Main Street districts. Projects must be new, site-specific public art, and can include murals and tile work, paintings and drawings and sculpture. Morgan Zimmerman with Main Street Moralton says its grant will be used for a mural project on the Orman Building in downtown Moralton. That's a 50-50 matching grant, and so the city came in with the match, and then Main Street... um, was able to receive the grant for the other half of it. So during that process, Jason White from Searcy, White's Artworks, he's a mural artist, an Arkansas mural artist, um, submitted a proposal that we loved um, for the Charles Orman building. So, um, and then the Orman family has been very generous to allow us to, we've been working with Teresa Palladino, who represents the family over there, um, to let us propose this design and then paint on their building. White says he's excited about the opportunity to be chosen as the artist for what will be a patriotic-themed mural. One of the biggest things that I I really love to do is is the American flag. Uh, I feel like every community you know needs an American flag. Uh, so that we knew that we wanted a patriotic theme to this one as well as kind of the the history and, and things that make morals and morals. White anticipates that he'll have the mural completed by the end of January, weather permitting. 7.35, we have a few clouds, 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 55 with mostly light winds today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736. We have a few clouds and 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. Arkansas 6th Judicial Circuit Judge Tim Fox has indicated that he'll have a written ruling within two weeks on pleadings in the only remaining lawsuit pertaining to a gambling casino in Pope County. Fox reviewed information and heard presentations from both sides of the suit for about 45 minutes Tuesday and for less than an hour Wednesday morning. Representatives with the Choctaw Casino Group also attempted to intervene in the proceedings, according to those attending. At the conclusion of Wednesday's hearing, Judge Fox indicated he's taking all the written pleadings connected with the case under advisement and will render a written ruling on the matter. The initial filing before the judge by Gulfside Casino Partnership questioned in part Legend Resorts and Casino's experience in the casino business. Legends, while the license holder, has Cherokee Nation businesses as its parent company. CMB owns and operates at least 10 casinos in Oklahoma alone. The Arkansas State Broadband Office is asking all Arkansans to take three easy steps to make sure the federal broadband maps are accurate. Responses will help Arkansas direct federal funds to communities that need them the most. The first step is to visit the Federal Communications Commission map, showing broadband availability in your community. The second step is to verify your address. The third step is to validate your access to broadband. The website to look up your address and see whether the FCC considers your location to be covered is broadbandmap.fcc.gov. If the map says your address has access to broadband service, but you actually don't, you can submit a quick challenge to let the FCC know the situation and help get the map updated. Community responses will help guide the distribution of funding for building broadband infrastructure through federal programs such as the $42.5 billion Broadband Equity, Access, and Deployment Program. To make sure that the funding reaches areas that need broadband the most, Residents and businesses are being asked to look at the map and verify the information. The deadline to submit challenges is January 13th. Arkansas Tech University has opened registration for Time Out for Tech, the annual visit day that provides high school seniors with a preview of learning and living at the Russellville campus. Time Out for Tech 2023 is scheduled for Thursday, February 23rd, and all high school seniors graduating in May of 2023 are invited to attend. Time Out for Tech attendees will learn more about gaining admission to ATU, student housing, meal plans, financial aid, and campus life. There will be academic breakout sessions that will provide details about each student's preferred field of study, campus tours, and photo opportunities with Jerry the Bulldog, ATU Campus Ambassador. Interested students can visit go.atu.edu slash T-O-F-T-2023 to register or for more information. The Arkansas Department of Agriculture has extended the deadline for applications to the Arkansas School Garden Grant Program 
and the Arkansas Taste Test Grant Program through January 25th. The Arkansas School Garden Grant Program is available to help schools start or expand gardens on school grounds. The department will award $500 grants to 50 schools to purchase soil, specialty crop seeds and plants, and gardening equipment. The Arkansas Taste Test Grant Program is available to help schools lead cafeteria taste tests of locally grown specialty crops. The department will award $250 grants to 20 schools to purchase kitchen equipment and utensils, serving materials, and specialty crop seeds and plants. The grant programs are available to public and private K-12 schools, early care facilities, and alternative learning environments. More information about the grants can be found online at agriculture.arkansas.gov. Taking a look at our community calendar, Moralton Med Spa at 110 East Railroad Avenue across from the train depot in downtown Moralton will host a ribbon cutting and open house this morning at 11. Petty Jean State Park interpreters will lead a free family-friendly game of Petty Jean Animal Bingo in the CCC room in Mather Lodge this afternoon at 2. The Cleveland Lodge of Freemasons will meet Saturday night at 7. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission is holding a hunter education course January 10th, 12th, and 13th, 4.30 to 8 p.m. at the Moralton High School Cafeteria. You must pre-register. Attendees must attend all three nights. Get more details at 501-251-1083. UACCM is offering a real estate sales pre-licensed non-credit course Thursday nights from January 19th through May 11th. The registration fee is $450. The class will be limited to 25 students. The deadline to register is January 12th. Visit uaccm.edu. Registration for Moralton Parks and Recreation's Women's Volleyball League is underway through January 17th. Individuals or teams may sign up at the Moralton Community Center on Harding Street. It's for ages 16 and older, and the fee is $250 per team. The season begins January 23rd. Also at the Community Center, you can sign up for their new Adult Dodgeball League. That registration continues through February 3rd. It's open to men and women 16 and up. Costs $150 per team. Games will be played on Thursday nights beginning February 16th. For both of these, you can register at the Moralton Community Center on Harding Street. And for more information, call 501-354-4122. Well, if you haven't downloaded the free KVOM mobile app, you need to do so. It's a great way to listen to our station on the go anywhere in the world. It's also one of the many ways that you can listen to the podcast of this newscast. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is available each weekday morning on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. And it's presented by Petty Jean State Bank. 742, we have a few clouds, 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Kevin Van Pelt from the Conway County Extension Service. Big night for the Moralton High School Devil Dogs and their conference matchups with Waldron. Eric Tyler has all the details coming up next as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bay. Right in town and always in touch. 
Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Cave Homes Newswire, Chris Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior boys basketball team clamped down defensively, holding Walgreen to 12 points in the second half to knock off the Bulldogs 51-37 in 4A4 conference play on Thursday night at Devil Dog Arena. Junior B.J. Woodruff led the Devil Dogs in scoring with 12 points. Senior Markel Swinton and junior Corey Mosley each added 10, with Mosley getting three early in the game on the Dixon family little big smile play of the game. Mosley, right side, long. Three-pointer is good from the logo for Corey Mosley. The Devil Oaks trailed by one point at halftime, but rallied for their sixth consecutive conference win, improving to 13-5 overall, 6-1 in conference play. In the girls' game, Marlton opened the game on a 20-0 run, built a 30-point lead by halftime, and cruised a 67-32 victory. Included in the game-opening run was the Dixon Family Dental Big Small play of the game from senior Cameron Reel. For the rebound, ahead it goes to Kemp. And Kemp gets it over to Reel. Right, left side, three-pointers up and good for Cameron Reel. So 5-0 Lady Devil Dogs. Real finished with 12 points in the game. Senior Cheyenne Kemp led the scoring with 21 points as the Lady Devil Dogs improved to 16-3 overall, 6-0 in 4A4 conference play. Marlton will be back in action Tuesday night at Dardanelle. The games will broadcast live on KVOM. One of you plays host to Concord in non-conference action tonight. The junior boys play at 5 p.m., followed by the senior girls and senior boys. Nemo Vista was scheduled to host Sacred Heart for crucial 1A4 conference games tonight, but water damage to the court in Red Hawk Gymnasium has forced a postponement of that game. It's been rescheduled for February 2nd. Nemo Vista was able to get non-conference games scheduled at Timbo tonight. They'll play a junior varsity senior boys game at 5 p.m., followed by the varsity senior girls and senior boys. Sacred Heart has scheduled a senior boys game only at home against Saline County Homeschool tonight. That will start at 4 o'clock. University of Arkansas women's basketball team dominated Florida in a 102-74 victory over the Gators on Thursday night in Bud Walton Arena. The win gives Arkansas its first 2-1 start in Southeastern Conference play since the 2018-19 season. The Razorbacks will play at Missouri on Sunday. The number 20 Arkansas men's team seeks a second consecutive win over a ranked opponent when the Razorbacks play at number 22 Auburn on Saturday. Tip-off is scheduled for 7.30 p.m. on our sister station, 99.3, the Eagle. The Central Arkansas men's and women's teams both lost on Thursday. The men lost to Eastern Kentucky 77-75, while the Sugar Bears fell to Liberty 64-53. You can hear UCA basketball on our sister station, 92.7, Jack FM, again on Saturday. The women will play Eastern Kentucky at 1 p.m. The men will play Austin P at 4.30 the Henderson State women's team lost to Oklahoma Baptist 61-54 on Thursday. Marlton's Tamiya Templeton had seven points and four rebounds in the loss for the Reddies. University of the Ozarks women's team lost to Mary Harden-Baylor 76-56 on Thursday. Sacred Heart's Mackenzie Grayson had nine points, three rebounds, and one assist in the loss for the Lady Eagles. Take a look at weather now on this Friday morning. And we've got humidity at 93% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.29 inches. Low temperature this morning, 28 degrees. High yesterday was 58. A year ago today, the low was 32. The high was 39. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year is at 1.96 inches. Our sunset this evening is 513. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 720. And forecast 
calls for increasing clouds today. Afternoon high around 55 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight. Slight chance of a showers overnight with a low around 46. And a slight chance of rain in for Saturday morning. Otherwise, uh, gradually becoming mostly sunny by the afternoon. A high near 63. And then for Sunday, mostly sunny day. High in the mid-50s. And then after that slight chance tonight and tomorrow morning, next rain chance will come uh, the uh, latter part of next week. Right now we've got fair skies and 30 degrees in Marlton. 749 now on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Approaching 753 down on KVOM. Now we're a close-up interview this morning. Joined by Kevin Van Pelt, agriculture agent with Conway County Cooperative Extinction Service. And good morning to you, Kevin. How are you? Good morning, Eric. Good. It is good to have you with us and uh, back uh, from the from the holidays. You now you guys had your office closed uh, a little bit there, a couple yeah, of weeks or we, so, so. We were out for about a week. Yep. All right, back at it now, and I know, of course, over the holidays, right before Christmas, had that big blast of some cold air, and uh, that causing problems to some winter winter weeds or anything. Yeah, I don't see how people up north do this, live yeah. live like this all winter, but it was pretty rough. Uh, I got several calls over Christmas break. Uh, the winter uh, annual ryegrass and wheat uh, annuals that some producers got planted uh, this fall for, for grazing, for winter grazing, uh, was looking pretty rough after that uh, Arctic air we had for for a few days, and uh, concerned that it, you know it's looking pretty rough, and concerned that they're going to lose it. But uh, this warmer weather we've had this week, you can see a lot of it coming back. But you really can't tell just by uh, you know uh, I called wind windshield checking it. You got to get out there and uh, look at it. If you if you pull up the plants and look at the crown uh, down at the base of the plant on the ground, if if it's still got some life in it, it'll come back. And yes. we we were really dry this fall, and so a lot of it didn't get planted or didn't germinate and come up until mid October. And so that that was one thing that was beneficial to uh, you know help with the winter freeze is that the plants weren't very mature. Yes. So I don't I don't think we'll lose any. All right. Hopefully every hopefully everything's come out okay. Hopefully we don't have uh, temperatures quite that cold. Uh, yeah, and I, you know uh, since we didn't get because of the drought last fall, a lot of them didn't even get any planted, and so we usually get I usually get calls about planting uh, something for uh, for some spring grazing, you know, uh, in the spring or you know at the end of the winter and. Uh, normally that window is about the the end of February, last couple of weeks of February, first you know week or two of March. You could plant you know ryegrass or wheat, oats, and actually oats uh, 
does the best in the spring uh, planted that late as far as yields for grazing uh, I noticed last week uh, I had uh, thrown some weed out uh, just that was in a bucket just for bird feed and w w uh, with the warm weather we had last week it, it was germinating so yeah uh, just uh, there, there may be a window here again uh, to get some planted if it's dry enough. Okay. Well, all right. And uh, of course, I know you do have. Uh, last time you were here, talked about some production meetings coming up, and one of them is coming up real soon, isn't it? Yes. Uh, we'll have the soybean, the River Valley soybean production meeting, will be here in Morrillton at the multi-purpose building on January 26th. Start about 8:30 that morning. Uh, and then the River Valley Beef Conference will be in Russellville this year at the Hughes Center. Uh, again, that'll be in the morning till lunch. And then there'll be a rice production meeting here uh, March 2nd. Okay. And then that'll be, we, we may do a, uh, like a forage production meeting uh, up at Damascus, uh, probably be February, March. I haven't got anything uh, laid out for that yet, but that'll be yeah. coming all right look forward to all that of course they can call you if you, they need more information on anything yes they can contact me at our office at 977-2146 all right anything else for us this morning kevin that's about it all right thank you so much for coming in all right thanks eric have a weekend all right you too that is kevin van pelt agriculture agent Conway county Cooperative extension service 757 now on kvom You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.